Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parent in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern-day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Grayson, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. And can you say Josh Whittacombe? Josh Whittacombe. Everett, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. Can you say Josh Whittacombe? Josh Whittacombe. There we go. I love, I love, Josh, I don't know what it is, but I've got, I love hearing my name in an American accent. I feel, I, I just feel so excited. It, it, it sort of feels like you're on holiday in America yeah. or you're like, you've, you've become a Hollywood star. Yeah. Rob yeah. Beckett. That was Grayson, aged eight, and Everett, aged six. Everett. We were both born and raised in England, but, huh. oh, they've already picked up the accent though, haven't they? We just recently moved to... Arkansas. Yes. So I have a feeling they will soon adopt a British Southern US accent. I, I reckon, Christine, that horse has already bolted. Well, Christine's definitely from Arkansas, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's from Arkansas. Thanks for continuing to entertain me across the pond while I can no longer watch all my favourite British panel shows. I'm constantly trying to increase your Arkansas listeners, even though they may not get all the human references. Love the podcast. Looking forward to the new book. Christine. Well, did, Christine. Did I ever tell you when I tried to make friends with an American couple when me and Lou were in Paris? No. We were in Paris. Just and enjoy your holiday <laughs> with your wife. What is this? It's not a, it's not a networking opportunity. But look, this is but basically, whenever I, if I'm not working a lot, or so like Lou was away at her mum and dad's, and I, I was indoors all day on my own. I didn't speak to anyone for like 10 hours, and I got in a, like a, a taxi to go to work, and I just didn't stop talking at the driver to the point where he was like, Trying to shut me down. When you said, do you mind if I put my headphones in? <laughs> yeah, he said, I'm sorry, I've got a podcast to listen to. Um, I've got to do a bit of work as I'm driving. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, but we were there and like, we shanked him. And I was like, you know, I sort of rate myself as good laugh on a night out, Josh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I've had a couple of drinks. I'm in Paris. They've met a cool British guy. They're from Kansas. They've met Lou. Lou's a laugh. We're a laugh. We're all having a bit of a laugh. We're trying to chat to him. They're just like shutting us down. And afterwards, I was like, what's their problem, Lou? We're good fun. We're good people. What's, what's wrong with them? Have oh. you ever had that? No, because I don't talk to people on holiday, Rob. You don't talk we to did, anyone. We did. We, we met one American couple when we were... God... 
different life, wasn't it? We're in Tulum in Mexico. Tulum? Yeah. What are you doing there? Oh, mate, we were just having a lovely holiday, which involved, (laughs) you know, doing nothing, really, except, you know, eating and drinking and sitting on a beach. Yeah. Anyway, we met an American couple. They were from New York, and they were very cool indeed. And um, we uh, had a lovely night. We went and drank tequila with them. And uh, I threw up in a bush. You can't hold your drink at all, can you? I think I've got a stomach problem. Before we go on, Michael, can you check how many people in Arkansas listen? Um, so in the last 12 months, we've had 2,215 downloads in Arkansas. Not bad at all, actually, is it? <laughs> pretty good, pretty strong stomach. Is, well, is it enough for a tour there? No, because, unless, that's, unless they're all different people. Well, I think you could probably fill a hundred seater. So I'm going to say the okay. costs. <laughs> yeah, so guys, we're coming to Arkansas. It's three thousand dollars a ticket just to cover costs. <laughs> I didn't realise this. Can actually then break Arkansas down by individual city. Oh my god, I don't even know god. where is in Arkansas. Wow, are we, are we a podcast anymore? Or some sort of data harvester. <laughs> <laughs> in the last twelve months. There's a lot of places in Arkansas that have only had one single download in the entire 12 months. Maybe it's a travelling salesperson. Yeah. So if, if you're from Pine Bluff, Arkansas, Don't if you places up. in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Pine Bluff. Pine Bluff sounds like a game that people from the countryside play because they're yeah. so bored. They have a pine cone in one end and nothing in the other. Let's have a quick go. Pine Bluff. You've played Pine Bluff, haven't you, Josh? <laughs> yeah, all, all the time, mate. <laughs> He's always playing Pine Bluff. Pine Bluff, here we go. Let's have a look at it. Ten reasons not to move to Pine Bluff is the first thing. Pine Bluff looks it looks like there'd be a HBO documentary about it. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go to Pine Bluff. The most dangerous little town in America, the independent. Fucking hell. Bloody hell. Pine Bluff, Arkansas. This was in 2013. Is an unremarkable place in all but one aspect. Only Detroit has more crime per head of population. Bloody hell. Well, the person that listened to us once is now in prison, so they can't listen anymore. <laughs> they were driving through really fast <laughs> as it downloaded. Anyway, big up Pine Bluff. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Imagine that, driving through the most dangerous town in America, listening to us interview Harriet Kemsley. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, this is a this is good people. Anyway, here's a people or things you didn't know were real or fake. We asked okay. this ages ago. Yeah. Hello, I listen to your podcast religiously from a little place called Pine Bluff. I don't have kids. <laughs> I, I made that up. <laughs> I don't have kids, so I can't relate to most of the stories. Not sure if that sounds like but a brag. I don't have six guns. <laughs> I haven't got kids. It's too dangerous to have them here. Um, But I have a reverse for people that you didn't think were real. I thought Clairvoyant was a person. What? No, Clairvoyant. They thought that was a person called Claire. I genuinely thought she was a famous ghost whisperer or something until literally last month when someone mentioned that name and I responded with, have you ever watched her stuff on TV? Oh, no. no, (laughs) Like Sally Phillips. Sally Phillips? Sally Phillips is like a... Not Sally Phillips. What's the... Shit, no. Sally Phillips is the actress, isn't she? Yeah. Who's the woman that um, does that crossing over? Psychic Sally. Psychic Sally, yeah. (laughs) Sally Phillips. Sally Phillips. (laughs) Psychic Sally, yeah, she's uh, yeah, she does that, doesn't she? She pretends to, uh, well, she does talk to other, she talks to dead people. <laughs> what Psychic Sally or Sally Sorry, Phillips? I'm that's lost. what Psychic Sally does. She crosses over yeah. and talks to people that have passed. Yeah, uh, apparently. Apparently. What are we doing? Right, should we bring Ramesh on? Yeah, I think it's for the best. We'll do a proper correspondence episode soon to catch up. We, we've been we've been sloppy. Here's Ramesh and Nathan. 
Um, welcome, Ramesh Ranganathan, to the Parenting Hell podcast. Oh, uh, I've got my mic in front of me, sorry. So, I'm so, too excited because of something that's happened. Okay, well, first of all, Ramesh, <laughs> um, lovely to meet you. What, you're Put a your comedian, right? Put you're a comedian, yeah? Have you got kids? Yeah. <laughs> right. you got kids? How many kids you got? <laughs> no, let's let's move on to the main what story. Are <laughs> <laughs> I thought cameras would be off. <laughs> You're going to Rob, take a so, photo of this. So for Rob, listeners... Yeah, describe this for us, Josh. Well, Rob thought there'd be no cameras on. We leave it to the guest discretion, and Ramos chose to have the cameras on. And Rob's wearing a vest. And Nike... Is it, is it, is it like, aerated? Is, it, is that bad? Rob looks, like, Rob looks like he's just been looking for catfish in the deep south. He looks like he's been, looks like he's been fishing in Tennessee. Right, so what, what's happened is, right, lose away with the kids... And I'm at home. Uh, and everything's gone wrong over the last 12 hours <laughs> in your life. No, basically, oh God, it's horrible, isn't it? I'm trying to, I'm going to pin one of you so I don't have to look at it. Um, basically, I've been doing exercise and I didn't think the cameras would be on. So I thought I could just wear the vest. However, right. I am starting to wear vests more. I wore this vest on a dog walk and I didn't realise I was wearing it until halfway through the dog walk. Because you're so comfy in a vest. I was, I was wearing the vest at home. I did some exercise and I thought, oh, the dog needs a walk. So I went out in it and I, I was like, I'm a man in the street with a vest on. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I had this where I put during the first during the first lockdown, lockdown one, I bought a pair of yoga pants. Yeah. And I really liked them, really enjoyed them, found them comfortable. Yeah. And then I thought I want to wear these out. So I started, but I knew that Lisa would object. So I started wearing them around the house to get her used to the silhouette. <laughs> what is a yoga pant? Is that big at the top and then comes in at the bottom? There's, there's sort of like, I would describe the closest thing is MC Hammer trousers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, so proper drop crotch. Do you know what I mean? The drop crotch is around the shin somewhere. <laughs> so I, I'd worn them around the house and Lisa stopped sort of commenting on them. And I thought, okay, we're ready now. And then one day, one day we're about to go on the school run and I came down the stairs in the yoga pants and she just stopped what she was, she's in the middle of getting the kids ready. Right, three boys getting them ready, right? She stopped. So you've got three children, is that correct? Yeah, three, three oh, children. <laughs> just I'll pretend it's a podcast about kids. Let's tie it to the podcast a little bit. And she just looked at me and she just went, what the fuck are you doing? In front of the kids? Yeah. <laughs> Because I think I think the need to not swear in front of the children is overridden by the need to stop your husband. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's more of a pressing. If they're if they're crossing a road, about it, it's fucking stop. You're allowed to swear at your kids. Yeah. Then. And then suddenly, oh, dad's doing hammer time across the uh, across the zebra crossing. Um, there. This may be a bit gratuitous, but what was the penis on show? You know, sometimes when you have a when you have like a plasterer that comes around in a pair of like lightweight light yeah. grey jogging bottoms and it's basically they walk in the room helmet first and yes, then the rest yeah. of their body follows yeah. What's, what yeah. was that what does that happen with a yoga pant because they're very thin I would describe my look as actually eunuch <laughs> where, where they're so, they're so baggy <laughs> it, it looks like I'm just smooth down there were you doing yoga or did you just like the style no it's just that you know like when when you were you we weren't going out and so you started just experimenting with things that are more comfortable because jeans became difficult to put back on didn't they when yeah. we, like, yeah, when I'm we still struggling with jeans yeah, so like I sort of, I sort of got into joggers, and then I was like, I got into joggers, edgy. And then, and then well, Josh and then never I... had a pair. Josh never had a pair until we started doing this podcast. Yeah, right, I right. didn't have a pair. I just couldn't deal with it. It, it feels like admitting defeat. He used to sit yeah. downstairs at night in jeans, Ramesh. I mean, that is it, it, sad, it's isn't crazy. it? No wonder your stress levels are through the roof. <laughs> 
No wonder you always got gut rot. No, it's because I'm going straight out after this. I've got. Oh, I, I fine, had to prepare. Fine. I had to dress to go out after yeah, this. We're all bi we're all busy, Josh. We've all got stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Robinson. Look at him. He's sat in a fucking vest on his own in his house. I'm tarmacking. I'm tarmacking at twelve. Um, but anyway, I was wearing joggers and I, fa I found them really comfortable. And I thought, hold on, I've moved from jeans to these, and that's been a real like revelation. Mm. What mm. if there's a level beyond this? Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And so I saw, I saw, I, I look, I was looking up like, I don't know why I went for yoga pants. Yeah. So anyway, look, long story short, I, they're very comfortable and I love mm. wearing them. And every now and again, I go out on them. Well, I nearly went to the school run in this vest and then Did Lou you? stopped me like that as well. But I, I, I knew that was bad. I wouldn't go out for the day in it. I'd wear it like to and from the pool on holiday. Yeah, I think that's yeah. Is that okay? That's fine. Yeah, but the school run, I know is not okay. And also, yeah. I haven't really got the arms for it, which is quite... I think I, you have, actually. No, I no, I haven't got arms that look like muscly arms. Like everyone look at my arm. They just don't yeah, look yeah. bad. Mm. No, but it, yeah. what's good about your arms is it doesn't look like you're wearing a vest to show off your arms. But what are you saying? You're saying that I'm not showing off my arms, Josh. Well, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is like <laughs> yeah, no one's going, oh, Rob's got ripped and now he's wearing a vest to show off. <laughs> I, sorry, so can I, they're not saying that. <laughs> they're not saying that. <laughs> okay, no. right, just, just wanted to double check. I need case they were. <laughs> if you if you logged on here and said to me, oh, uh, guys, uh, I've got a, I've got a Halloween party after this. I'm going as early Eminem. I would believe you. <laughs> But yeah, so I yeah, that's, so that's the vest. Um, so yeah, I, I, and I know I can't wear this on a school run, but I just forget I've got it on sometimes. It's just so comfy. It feels so free. I like yeah. the wind in my armpits. I do realize. you? Yeah. Do you worry yeah. about lift, lifting your arms up and people seeing your armpits? No, why would I do that? It's not got a swastika tattoo or something. What do you no, mean? But it's, it's just, just a bit weird, isn't it? Like yeah, but I wouldn't go high. How's it going? And lift them up. Yeah, how often are you lifting your arms on a daily basis? Me? Josh wants to. Josh does a school run as a hostage. Yeah, just wants to. Huzzah! It's time for school! I'm sorry. sorry, I forgot that you went around your day never lifting your arms above 90 degrees, <laughs> doing the big shop and refusing to get anything off any, above oh, the third it, shelf. If you say Josh, you absolute lunatic, lifting his arms all over the place. Like what a maverick. Right, stretch like arms. Car drop. washes, like that big inflatable <laughs> thing. <laughs> Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go. Just off the armpit thing, I was in yeah. a meeting yesterday, and yeah. the person I was having We're all a meeting, busy, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're both busier than me, <laughs> but I'm the chilled <laughs> vest guy now. Yeah, yeah. That's what's happened. He's, he's had a couple of days off, and now he's wearing a vest. <laughs> in a vest, surrounded by a nest of crispy socks. Well, that's the danger of working from home. You can just become an animal. <laughs> It's like Lisa, Lisa will come home when she's been like, if she's been away for a day, or, but you know, away with the kids, she'll come back and she'll go, What have you eaten today? And I'll say, 12 sausage rolls. <laughs> with what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need an accompaniment when you've got that. Oh, surely some, some sauce, not just sausage rolls. Yeah, I roll. go in, in Kona West Indian hot pepper sauce, is my sort of go to. Or with a bit of mayo. Or just the mayo. Uh, yeah, I do like a bit of mayo actually. to that calm it down. Shirt. But yeah. I think sometimes you use the mayo to calm it down, but then you get a, a, a sort of um, overconfident, and then you're just adding more hot sauce, but then you're adding more mayo to counteract it. So you think you're having more hot sauce, but you're not really. Why don't you just buy some spicy mayo? It's a really Be good show. Oh, yeah. It's not the same, is it? That's not the real deal. That's for honkies like you, Josh. Not like me. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, this, is, this, is, this is quite challenging for the palate. You know, you, you know what you always, you know what Just like vanilla it's ice cream. <laughs> I, I, mate, I, I like a hot. I, I, it's a surprising quirk in my personality. <laughs> I go extra hot in Nando's. Yeah. Do you go extra I go, hot? Do I go, go extra hot. hot. And really? then I get the double X black sauce and pour that on. No. no. Yeah. No. Isn't that so... You don't expect that of me. Are you part Sri Lankan? <laughs> I don't know any white people that do that. Yeah, I know. It's a weird quirk of my person. And for years, I didn't even realise I liked hot because I presumed I could... I like, I just presumed I couldn't. Like, it, I was like, I can't like hot. hot. I'll just get a korma. That's, that's what I would get. Because you assumed you'd like a korma because yeah, you're Josh. Assumed, but you like hot. Like me. So what else do you have hot? Do you have like... I, hot I would If I went to a curry house, I'd have the hottest thing on the menu. No, really? on no. the menu, yeah. but you wouldn't, ask for a, you wouldn't ask for a file, would you? I've had a file before <gasps> to see whether I could deal with it, and I was fine. What? Do you know what? That's crazy. Yeah. You're the last person I thought could deal with that. I know, it's weird, isn't that it? That is amazing. That is genuinely amazing. If I, and if I had a pizza, so say I went to Franco Manco, I'd have chilies on it, and then I'd also order the hot sauce. Oh my god! I, you I didn't know this shit, do you? It's unbelievable, no, I'm really, I'm fuck, really man. impressed. I'm really Thanks, impressed. Thanks, mate. Stiff neck, loose lips. He yeah. loves it. <laughs> it's pretty impressive, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Well done, Josh. I, I yeah. take that back then that you're a v- like vanilla guy. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Um, so you anyway. got kids still, yeah, Rob? <laughs> yeah. Three, yeah. Sorry. No. Yeah. Three boys. Three boys. How's it all going? Do they like? Uh, do they like hot? <laughs> Yeah, they like. Well, no, they don't. Actually, the youngest one does. Weirdly, our youngest son is the the most adventurous, sort of spice wise. Is it? Um, I think he's got the most sort of Asian in him. They have different mixes, <laughs> don't they? So like, uh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So what's because it's not fifty fifty down the line of no. you and Lisa. So what's your what's your sp- um, well they've got they've got different Asian dances. mix you've got. Yeah, I, I I just think I would say the eldest is kind of, I would say sixty forty ponky. I would say Alex is, our middle one is like 60-40 Asian. <laughs> and then I would say Charlie's probably 65-35. Uh, okay. So you're is, winning is, the battle overall. Yeah, I mean, if we had a fourth one, it might be one I'm actually proud of. Do you know what I mean? Like, so... <laughs> you want to tip 80% really on the fourth, don't you? <laughs> Just for your mum, not for you. Yeah. Just for your mum. No. You need more and more of an Asian grandchild. Yeah. yeah. How much um, do you? How much Sri Lankan culture are you putting into their lives? Oh, mate, we. Had, uh, I, I He's got to find this. out what it is first. Yeah. I've, yeah. First of all, I've got to do some reading. Dummy's Guide to Being Sri Lankan. And then he's got the Lonely Planet book. Okay, Jaffna. You know, like when a teacher's like one page ahead of the class. That's what I'm like with regards to cultural instruction. Although we did, ha- we did have a bit of an awkward situation recently. I basically had an argument with my mum um, because <laughs> she came, well, Lisa's an atheist, right? I was brought up yeah. Hindu and like my mum and dad used to take me to temple and stuff like that. And then the other day my mum was round and uh, my, and then I said, so Alex went, he, had, he was doing, he was doing RE at school mm. and he found out about Hinduism and he knew that I was brought up Hindu. And so he came out of school and the first thing he said to me was, oh, hello, you Hindu. It sort of made it sound like a racial slur. Yeah. And then I, I thought it was and how much fun. how much Asian is he? Was that okay for him to say that? He's, if he's 65. You know what? He's just tipped the, if that was Theo, I'd say, listen, mate, we need to chat about racial equality and, <laughs> and sort of cultural appreciation. But Alex is just How old is Alex. Just Alex. Alex, Alex is ten. Alex could do. You know, Alex could get away with doing the accent. It'd be absolutely fine. Yeah. Was Theo. You'd be on the yeah. fence. Right. So um, is Lisa allowed to do the accent? No, but I, I'm constantly encouraging. I, I sort of say to her, you do have a bit of a card. 
Do you yeah. know what I mean? I just say, look, take advantage of this. There's yeah. no other advantages. So then mum was round for one of her Sunday afternoon coffees uh, that you get anxious about it coming to an end. And um, she said, um, <clears throat> I told her the story about Alex. I said, oh, Alex came out of school the other day and said, oh, hello, you Hindu. And then mum went, what do you mean, hello, you Hindu? You're Hindu. And Alex went, no, I'm not. I sort of, I, I don't know what I am really. She goes, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And I said, um, well, we said to the boys, just, you know, make up their own mind or whatever. We're not, you know, they can learn about whatever religion they want. She goes, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> tell me you're joking. Tell me, you're, please tell me you're joking. I said, no, no, I said, no. And then she goes, she goes, well, your, 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 your mother's religious. And then Lisa goes, no, I'm not. She goes, what? And Lisa goes, no, I'm an atheist. She goes, you're an atheist. And she goes, yeah. Goes, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> really freaking out, right? And then she goes, and then my mum, I've heard a lot of so arguments. Did she think right. Lisa was a Hindu? No, 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 no. I, I hadn't, I hadn't told, I hadn't done the thing of saying to her, no, she's converted. Like, you don't worry about it, mum. She's, she's, I've, I've, she's in the firm. Yeah, she's, she's all good. And then, and then my mum said, um, so Lisa, you don't believe in God? And then Lisa went, no, I don't. Um, but the boys, you know, if the boys decide to be religious, is absolutely fine. But they're learning about all religions, and it's up to them. And she goes, so, so tell me this, if you don't believe in God, before the baby is born, where is it? Where does it come from? I'm just like, mum, as convincing arguments go for the existence of God. <laughs> so was this, was this in front of the kids as well? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. So you got, oh, and, you, God. and your youngest is what, eight? So he's a bit young yeah. for sort of mummy and daddy well, he, making he baby left. chat. He, he left. Yeah. He left. Um, but yeah, it, and then basically, um, my mum walked out. Are you going to have to talk to your mum about the birds and the bees? Doesn't she know yet? Well, is this like a reversal? She, she, well, I think, I think what she was trying to get at is that birth is a miracle and pregnancy right, yeah. is a miracle. And so she was saying that the fact that you can be, a woman can become pregnant and give birth to a kid is... Is an yeah. act of God, basically. Right. Which you know, depending on your perspective, it is. Um, I suppose, yeah, that's the kind of thing you don't think about that is still quite a big deal to your parents. It's di it's a difficult one because, like, my mum was so, my mum and dad were so obsessed with me being um, westernised, and they're worried about me and my brother fitting in in this country and you yeah. know whatever As getting jobs. Westernised. Yeah, they they, yeah. They, were, they were really nervous about anything that marked us out as as different from most of the kids. Because well, yeah, they, right? they so, moved here and you were born here for people that don't yeah. know, basically. Yeah. So my so my mum and dad came over here and then um, had kids here and and I think they they were always planning on staying here, and um and so they just became really nervous that. You know, like my mum came over here when she was 20 from Sri Lanka. She's got, you know, she's in a completely immersed in a new culture. She's scared that her kids are going to be, are going to look out, going to look out of the Audrey or they're not going to fit in or whatever. Yeah. So like, you know, they didn't speak Tamil to us, which is our mother tongue, because they're worried that it would give us an accent or, or you know, they wanted us to speak English. Yeah. So they spoke English in the house and all that, which is all fine. Do you know what I mean? Whatever. You can say what you want about those decisions. But the problem is now, my mum's just really angry that I don't know Tamil and I don't know enough about Sri Lankan culture. And I sort of think, well... <laughs> You had a part to play in this. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. like it's not like you were encouraging me the whole time, and I just sort of like made protested about it. You didn't tell yeah. me any of it. You're just so you, you basically wanted people to think I was a white guy, and, yeah. and now now you are. Yeah, and now I've blossomed. Now I've blossomed into full coconut. You're regretting your decision. <laughs>
Have you taken your kids to Sri Lanka? No, but when I went and did Asian Provocateur, like, that was a few years ago now. Yeah. Um, I did think I did want to take it. But the, the thing is, is that I wanted to take them at an age, because you can go to Sri Lanka and then have a nice holiday, but you're staying in an all-inclusive and the only Sri Lankans yeah. they're meeting are serving staff. I, I didn't really, I didn't <laughs> really. Been there, done that, mate. Yeah, had yeah, a great time. You. One of the best of 10 you. days of my life. Yeah, but you're smashing away all the hot curries, weren't you, you absolute legend? <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, but... Bring in more chillies, mate. Bring me the this guy. Yeah. Bring me the stuff you give to the Sri Lankans. Don't give me any of this white person stuff. <laughs> <laughs> What are you having for lunch? <laughs> Give me that. Is <laughs> <laughs> at the back of the kitchen, bowl of the hot stuff with all his mates. Yeah, Josh needs to be having the staff meals every day, wouldn't we? <laughs> um, but um, but I wanted to. T- I want to take them when. I'll take them to the like my pet my family from like small villages. Do you know what I mean? So I want to take them when they're all right to go to the, the little villages and be all right and stuff. Like we well, can't really go so at the moment either. It's a bit of a, a bit of a nightmare yeah. over there. So yes, it is a bit of a nightmare. So, so let's see. This has got quite heavy for the parenting help podcast, hasn't it? We should get you out of heavy by. Um, I always feel like when we do the uh, promo towards the end, oh, less yeah, people yeah. are probably listening by that. Yeah, it feels like yeah. avoidance in the episode, not doing it. It does. But- if we do it now, my man. Really good. Yes. Thank well. you. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I really text, good stuff. I texted Romesh last night because I'd watched the first two episodes of Avoidance. I only planned on watching one, but I, I yeah. genuinely, I absolutely loved it. And I found it very touching, which I hate to say because I don't believe you have those depths. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know you could do curry, Josh. People are learning. <laughs> I can wear a vest. But yeah, the, is it available on iPlayer now, Rom? All episodes available on iPlayer, yeah. yeah. And, and, it's and it's a, it's about the relationship between a dad and his son. Yeah, it's based on a character flaw that I've got. So so yeah. so Which one? one of the pro- Thank you. Uh very nice. Very nice. It's is about that only my six episodes. Own- <laughs> but you know what? When the BBC heard about it, they thought character flaws from Esh, this is going to run and run. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, no, basically, I, I just, um, I, I just am a people, a bit of a people pleaser, avoider, scared of confrontation, a bit of a beta male, and it's quite annoying. Like you think you're being nice, but actually you're being quite aggravating. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. sort of. And so we just thought it's a funny thing to give a person, and then we thought, what would make that person feel like they have to change? Because one of the things about people pleasers is they think like. I'm doing the right thing here. Why are people getting annoyed? Like, you yeah. know, I don't need to, I'm being nice. Why, why are people getting angry yeah. with me for being a nice guy? So for what could force him to change? And then we thought if he split up with his other half, right at the, we just, we decided that really early on that at the very beginning of the first episode, he would split up with his other half and tra- be forced to change for the sake of his son. Because one of the things that I think about, and I don't know if you guys, you guys are, I don't know if you have this issue, but I get very nervous that my kids are going to turn out like me or that they're going to pick up certain things that I've got. Do you know what I mean? And so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm worried that they won't turn out like me. That's my greatest worry. <laughs> I know you're saying that as a joke, but I do believe you. <laughs> you, you presented truth as a joke there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, God. You do that quite a lot, Rob. You, you say something quite yeah. cocky, and you do yeah. have a little smile in your face so that people think you're joking. But I know you well enough to know well, it, he means. That. I, I think what happens is at the start of it is a joke, but as I say it, I go, "Yeah, it wouldn't be too bad, would it?" <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, so yeah. Anyway, so it's it's sort of like um, it is a bit sad in parts. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like this guy yeah. trying to 
get to grips with it. And we wanted it to be relatable, but one of the one of the things that people said was that they relate to my character in ways that they don't want to be shown that they relate to. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, totally. You're, 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 you're sort of seeing negative, the negative traits in yourself are being shown on screen and it's a bit horrible. Do you know what I mean? It's it, like, yeah, rather like, he's just like me. Oh no, yeah, he's yeah. just like me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But I think that's why it's so brilliant and so good is because it's truthful. You are a people pleaser. That is that is real, mm. and and the, the character in it. So it, it feels like it's really coming through. Because um, all the time you always tell, I say, "Oh, what you're doing this week?" And you're doing something. I'm like, "Why the fuck are you doing that? Why didn't you yeah. tell them to do one?" You're, you're also very bad at saying no to like um, like cancelling something. Yeah. Do you remember when we were going to go to Cologne, Romesh? <laughs> I think he does. <laughs> no? What are you talking about? So after the first series of Taskmaster, oh, Tim Keefe, one of the prizes, had booked ev- booked everyone tickets to Cologne. Yeah. And then slowly, as it went on, everyone dropped out. Mm. And uh, except Romesh hadn't dropped out, but he was quite quietly not responding to the emails. So who was who was in that series? So it's Tim Key, yourself Frank and Romesh. Skinner. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner, Moshin. Alex and Greg as well. Right. I would say my night in Cologne with Tim Key and Frank Skinner was a strange <laughs> evening. <laughs> you went! <laughs> For one night! For one night! I think I, I think I dropped out when they're on their way to the airport. Yeah. That might have been when you I You dropped actually... out when we were on the way to the airport, and then I you didn't say why, and I asked Flo what you're up to, and she said, he's had a chatty man in for months. <laughs> So you had a, you actually had a decent excuse. Yeah, I, do, I don't I don't know I don't know. Part of me is thinking, oh, it's really bad that I've got. Should I? I don't know. I don't know what I thought. I can't explain it. It's avoidance, isn't it? That's why it's it called that. Yeah. You just avoid yeah. the situation. Yeah, it's bad. All of those all of those interactions with uh, with he's uh, great that kid. He's great. He's amazing. But um, we are based on things that happen with me and Theo. So like, oh, really? so, so when Theo, Theo was in the, he was, he was a little bit in this show I did in the States and he was just quite, he was just quite funny in, in his interactions with me. He was sort of a bit, he can be a bit adult to me. Do you he's mean? Or he's so, very you know, grown up be, for his age. Yeah, he was, is. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he picks me up on stuff or he'll sort of call me out for being embarrassing or like, you know, He'll he'll sort of say, um, Dad, uh, just so you know, Mum's completely in the right there. So I, I think you need to drop that argument. So, like, <laughs> so and so we just kind of like um, plundered all of those things for the interactions with Spencer in it, and and, and then we also with the, in the writers' room, we just started. There's loads of everybody's got loads of. I mean, you've based a podcast on it and a and a tour, but like, but basically. <laughs> And, and a book, sorry, and a book. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, but um, everybody's got like little stories of like where they've got things wrong or anxieties they've got over. Because yeah. like, my kids, my kids are really into theatre, right? And Theo in particular yeah. is really into theatre. And like it's that it's that um, that knife edge between wanting your kids to be whatever they want to be into, but also being terrified of them being bullied for doing something yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, and that's yeah. why like one of the episodes we have like his son wants to audition for Cats. And he wants to be supportive and encourage him to do that, but he's also utterly terrified that he's going to get beaten up, basically. Do you know what I mean? And that is like, that was sort of, that was sort of based on something I had with Theo, where like he was like doing musical theatre and stuff like that. And he's going, Dad, Dad, do you think I should do that? I go, yeah, mate, you definitely should, but don't tell anyone. Like, keep it a secret. <laughs> there is yeah, that thing, help. isn't there? That you want your kid, yeah, to be like, 
You almost want them to be a kind of little eccentric that's like really ploughing their own furrow, but also the fear that they won't fit in is... Well, because I mean, it, it, yeah, it's crippling. Because like you look back on your childhood and like I was a bit of a... I was a bit of a social chameleon, do you know what I mean? And I'd fit in, a, in and, and you'd say whatever, you just, you yeah. wouldn't express an opinion unless you were absolutely certain that the majority also had that opinion, do you know oh, what I mean? I would, you, you just... I would I, the respect I have for like 14 year old goths, you're like, I'd never <laughs> fucking done that. There was no way I was sticking my head above the parapet to say I liked anything that wasn't agreed by 80% of my school year. Yeah. If my mum bought me a Yan Sport backpack, I think I would have been physically sick. <laughs> Like, it needs to be a sports brand, Mum, or just a JD sports string bag. I know, it's so mad. I mean, like, and so when you, but when, then when I look back on my school days, I think I wish I'd been a bit more individual. I wish I'd sort of yeah. been a bit more honest. And so you want that for your kids. But then what you remember when they start going to school is the reason you did that is fear for your life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you, yeah, you, you forget course. that. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, it's a survival thing. It's survival versus them being who they want to be. And sometimes, it's just too dangerous, guys. Well, that's the problem. Right? Other people, though, are dickheads in the majority. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and you have, and you've got, and but when you get older, then you can choose who you're surrounded by with what you work in or what you do. You find your little clique or industry that everyone yeah. gets on with you. But at school, you're just forced to be near these people that you yeah. may not necessarily yeah. like or yeah. have anything in common, and you're expected just to get on, and it's impossible. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I th and I think, like, um, you just kind of move towards the average. Or, do you know what I mean? You just don't yeah. want yeah. to out yourself as being anything different. Do you know what I mean? It's, no. uh, well, um, uh, Catherine Ryan's got a great line on it from her mum, where Catherine Ryan was, obviously, she's a complete extrovert and totally uh, different. She used to say to her mum, I just want to be normal like the other girls. And she used to go, honey, they're not normal, they're ordinary. You don't <laughs> want to be ordinary. Yeah. That is amazing. It's a great that line. A, I, think. I was so fucking ordinary. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Until it came to lunchtime, he's eating yeah. peppers. Just a bag full of bird, bird's eye peppers. <laughs> Stinking out the cafeteria. <laughs> you, Rob, you strike me as somebody that wouldn't have cared, though. Were you, were you, did you properly want to fit? I was massively, massively cared. But I was very good at being able to move in the different groups, but not stick my head above the parapet. So, right, like, right, right. I, I absolutely love football. And if you love yeah. football, that helps. Oh, if you can play football so and you yeah. like, if you can talk about football and play football, you can survive every situation, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And that's what yeah. I sort of did. But I, I was like, I just didn't do anything out of the ordinary in case you got beaten up or someone yeah, said you're totally. different and it was you know problematic i sort of pretended to like garage music because everyone liked it you just <laughs> had to you had to like dj like an mc neat or you were just like this fucking weirdo <laughs> nutter and stuff so i sort of i felt like i was trying to be like everyone and then whenever i was going out and stuff i felt really odd and out of the not not part of it all and then as yeah. i got older and i started you know I, actually i went to when i went to university and i, I was terrible at studying but and i just it was, it was when you could, anyone could go it was about 20 quid and i went and um, it was great because i could just basically meet new people rather than the same little echo chamber of football and designer clothes of southeast london is there any comedians that were a big deal at secondary school. There's not, is there? I can't imagine it. I, I just can't. How could that be? Yeah. Do you, know you, 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 you have to observe. Even someone like Mickey Flanagan, who looks like this, I imagine he was the one in the corner of the pub cracking little jokes in his mate's ear rather yeah. than being the sort of cockney geezer in the middle of it all, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I genuinely, I, I've genuinely, I've said this, before, like, and I genuinely mean it. I don't think if I didn't have a lazy eye, I would have been a comedian. Because, like, I got the piss taken out of me so much for, like, how yeah. I looked or, or, like, you know, because I look stoned all the time or whatever. I mean, like, what happens is it, you end up kind of sort of, coming up with this defense mechanism. Do you know what I mean? You start yeah, like yeah. giving it back and then like, it's like a training ground. Do you know what I mean? And also it yeah. sort of wires you differently. It just makes you an outsider a little bit. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I don't want to over exaggerate. I wasn't like sat in the corner crying on my own, but but like it does push. Yeah. It does you, push you're just it. looking at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Echoes of year nine, that was. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have been that quick in year nine though, would it? That was no, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so um, but yeah, so I, I genuinely think like it just rewires you. Do you know what I mean, I think like all comedians have had some, not that, but like you yeah. have something that knocks you off kilter a little bit. Well, I, I was fat and I had these massive teeth from the age of about five, so it was yeah. always and, big, and huge nipples as well. Yeah, big and burning. big puffy nipples. Yep, yeah, hundred yeah. that as well. Um, yeah. And uh, you just, you, I feel like you do. You feel like you're on the back foot, so you've always got a like, funny line lined up to deal yeah. with it and deflect yeah. from it. How much thing. do you worry about your kids then at school, Rob? Do you like about them? Like, I panic about my... When my daughter said she didn't like... She'd gone to ballet and no one had talked to her. I just couldn't deal. And she said it in such an... Like a normal way. Do you know what I mean? Mm, and I wanted yeah. to go, mate, this is a far bigger deal than you realise. Do you know what <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really great way. That's a really great way. Yeah, of putting that's it. the way I'd deal with that. <laughs> yeah. No, but I didn't say that. But you do. I like it affects. She'll say like, "Oh, someone didn't talk to me" in a really matter of fact way because she's four. And yeah. in my yeah. head, I'm like, "Fucking hell, I can't deal with that." Yeah, but I just, I, I think you have to have. You can't help your kid. They, you just have to set it all up for them, and then they hope that they're all right in that situation. Trust that they'll learn and work around it. But also, sometimes I walk into a room. And I really don't want anyone in that room to talk to me. Yeah. So it's yeah. not, you know what I mean? So it's, I think, I think it's, uh, it's difficult because you have no control really. But no. what well, your kids are older now, Rom. Like, and how has it been for you? Especially like, you know, we do telly as well. And you're, you're, you're so on the telly and also your kids are so much older. Does it come yeah. up a lot or do their friends talk to you about it? Is it, is it well, become I, I a thing? What, what, one of the things that happened recently was, so basically the boys, it's, it's, like you know, Theo's twelve now, and like he's um, he's like he's twelve, going on seventeen or whatever. Like he's yeah. a proper like he behaves like, it. and he doesn't care about me. You know, he's grown up with me being a comedian, and so he doesn't care about it. He just doesn't care. It's like not unusual to him. It's whatever. And um, the problem he's got is at secondary school now, and his mates think it's a huge deal, and he doesn't. Right. So yeah. so what what happened was a couple of weeks ago we were like in town with Theo. And like a group of his mates from school just turned up, like just by coincidence, and just lost their mind that I was with. Th they just, they just yeah. like started freaking out, like just go, "Oh my, you're Romish, Romish Ranganathan, Romish Ranganathan," and just start like losing it. And Theo, I felt so he looked like he wanted to evaporate. It was just oh, like man. it was so horrible. And like, Did you have to do selfies uh, with them. Yeah, I, I actually milked it a bit because I just wanted him to respect me. Do you know what I mean? I, like, yeah, yeah, no <laughs> I pushed him out of the way. Yeah, let's do, let's do a little bit of a meet and greet. Do you know what I mean? Let's hang out for a bit. But you want to join? We're, going to the, we're actually going to the park. Do you want to come? Romesh, just tweet his location 20 minutes earlier. Yeah, yeah. Guys, it's going to um, be in the town centre in 20. But the, the thing is, it's like you, you think that um, he, he sort of like wants to. He wants, he wants it to not be a big deal at all. Like he just wants to. Whereas our second son. He's like, 
he'll go, um, I've heard him say, have you heard of Romish Ranganathan? Yeah, that's my dad. Just so you know. Like, so really? he's, completely the, he's completely the opposite way. Just so you know, you know the comedian, Romish Ranganathan? Yeah, that's my, that's my, actually my dad. Yeah, that's my dad. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Yeah. To be fair, in a classroom in Crawley, and your name's Alex Ranganathan, I think they're there already. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, what, I would say, what I would say, Rob, is the class, that, the level of class he's in, they wouldn't figure it out that quickly. <laughs> 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 no, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> What's it like at the school gates? Then do you do much of the school drop-offs and pickups? You're not because I think you spoke about it before. You're not a you're not a chatty person in the mornings. Never mind with strangers. No, I've tried to be. It's not all. It's not all about. Because people think I'm not chatty because I hate people. That's only partly true. It's not. I don't, look, I don't hate people. People are great. I just find small talk really, really difficult. And I find yeah. it awkward and embarrassing. And, and also what often happens is I'll say something to somebody at the school gates and then that's my day ruined where I pour over that like for the rest of the day, what I've said to this person or whatever. Yeah. And I've tried to be more sociable. One of the things that happened recently that really was a horrible shock to me was, um, so these tickets went up on sale for the, for the hall, for like the, the, the local theatre's the hall, right? So every now and again, I put a show on there. So... The tickets went on sale and the Horf posted it on their Facebook group. And it always gets loads of comments. Our oh, Romish is like doing Crawley, blah, blah, blah. This woman put up, um, I will never buy tickets to see this man. He's so bloody miserable on the school run. <gasps> and, oh and, and, then, and then a couple of other people replied going, yeah, what is up with him? He no. just doesn't. Yeah. No. Yeah, honestly. Did like, you recognise like, her name? No, I don't talk to these people. No, I don't know who they were. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> I, um, but then I said to Lisa, am I miserable on the school run? And she goes, yeah, but, you know, no more miserable than when you leave the house and when you return afterwards. Like, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? It's like just at that time, of the, at that time of the morning, I'm just not in the zone, yeah. do you know what I mean? But, um, and then, but then it did make me think I need to sort of put on a bit, even, put, even nodding and saying hello to people. is. Yeah. Uh, I, I need to make that concession at least. Do you know what yeah. I mean? The best way with small talk is I go in hard with a strong opinion early doors to make them back down. Because when it's like, oh, yeah, how's it going? Yeah, school. Like oh, bloody. Yeah, little, no, but a bit like, um, bit, oh, it's a bit late today, and they're not coming out. Yeah, oh, sports day next week. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it, all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah hopefully uh, my daughter's not shit. I just really wanted to win the race. And it just really puts it up them. And then they've got to yeah. come back. And, they're like, and it's like, oh, and then it puts them on the back foot is what I've done. That kind yeah, of thing I, like that. I, 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 had a, I had a horrible thing like that happen when I was a teacher where like uh, we were doing like year nine reports and it, it, those year nine reports, you pull comments together. So they'll have a bank of like a thousand comments and you just piece them together. Right. Yeah. And my year nines were like, year nines are a difficult year group to teach. Right. Year nine is when you know what, what your kid's going to be like. Are they going to be, yeah. are they going to be like on the straight and narrow? Or are they going to start kicking off? Right. So my year nine class were terrible, like, like terribly behaved. They were nice kids, but they were really difficult. I mean, I was sat, I was down the pub after we'd finished the reports and they were going, oh, you know, one of the teachers, I just forgot the company I was in. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I just totally forgot I was with teachers. And then somebody said, uh, this is really, I'm about to use a really bad word, by the way. Just, just yeah. Yeah. So um, they go, oh, I, I tell you, some of the words I'd like to, um, I'd like to have in the comments for my year nines. And then I just went, um, yeah, I tell you what, I just need one word. <laughs> and then, and then and this, the whole table went silent. Oh, God. Right? 
and it just was like really awkward like where i'd obviously just fucking dropped like i'd just done a, i've got i'd gone way too heavy on the level of banter do you know what i mean because they were going to say something like you know tricky little rascal yeah. <laughs> inattentive little scallywag and i've just i've just dropped the c-bomb yeah and then basically i had to finish my drink and leave because I, 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 my my continued presence here is ruining the evening i had enough self-awareness to realize that so but then it stops it stops small talk or lie, well, like sometimes with the school gates, and I know some people get really worked up about whatever the teacher said about their kid. And then, so I was just like, just make stuff up. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, he's got a report back. And they said that, like, you know, she's doing really well. Really, just like, like something, like, oh, her art is unbelievable, apparently. And apparently, it's been picked, picked to go in a gallery. We just made that up. That's not, and they're like, really? Well, yeah, yeah, it was the uh, Van Gogh thing they did. Yeah. For the Starry Sky, her version of that apparently is amazing. And, like, and then they just made it up. But it's just something to talk about. <laughs> then they get well stressed. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency designed Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about crunch chocolate bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy, munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with crunch. Um, one thing we do need to cover, Rom, mm. is um, I heard you were quite angry with Tom Davis because he uh, he revealed his story about the uh, his child on here rather than on your podcast, Wolf and Owl. Well, listen, you know, it, it, the truth is, you know, this this podcast that we're on now is an absolute monster. And the Wolf and Owl is like, you know, we're a minnow. It's, a, it's, it's not a minnow. Oh, it's, it's not a, a minnow. very successful podcast. Don't play that card, you little <laughs> sucker. <laughs> I'm so, sorry so, you're not getting enough bloody uh, listeners to your podcast that's always in the top ten, Ramesh. Yeah, we're having, <laughs> to, we're having to exploit our children for this shit. You just fucking babble on about anything that's happened that day. Well, listen, no, listen, we, like, we Puppy piss and ruin drugs. Grow up. What are you, a student? <laughs> fucking puppy piss and ruin rugs. That's a panic That's a panic episode. Oh, God, no, we're listen, recording. Oh, what, my rug's dirty? Fuck off, yeah, Ramesh. No, but listen, listen. You, Rob, you say panic. There is no panic because there's zero preparation that goes into it. So yeah. we literally click record and start talking. And I listen to Tom, and Tom's brilliant on the podcast, but he'll talk about arse pebbles. He'll talk about, you know, uh, his order at McDonald's and stuff like that. And like, you know, it's all fine, but it's all very trivial, which is fine, right? Yeah. And then I, I see, I see, I, I see, I get loads of emails into the Wolf and Owl going, really uh, found out about the podcast from Tom's appearance on Perry. But for, by the way, that's a kick in the teeth. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> didn't, know that, didn't know that the Wolf and Owl even existed until they heard Tom on your podcast, right? And then they go, um, I've listened to, uh, or they go, listen, I've listened to Tom on the Wolf and Owl, but never heard him talk so powerfully as when describing his journey to, to parenthood on the Parenting Her podcast. I just thought, you finally got an inspiring story that you could have shared and you give it to that fucking monster, but they don't need it. They're doing arenas. They're 
we're doing arenas. Why are you giving it to them? Go on and babble on about how annoying nappy changing is. Don't tell them your magic story. <laughs> something inspirational that people have put on on their commute and start crying do you know what I mean what the hell are you doing it was an amazing and then podcast on his, and, then log on, and then log on to me and then talk about what the curry you had last night oh, well, to be fair we've covered that on there so we well, that's true, that is true. and now you've come on and you'll never be able to rep you'll never be able to beat that episode yeah, I know. Because he's coming. What a wonderful yeah, story! Because I've kept my powder dry. I've yeah. Okay, well, let's get shit. it a bit I'm wet. Just... Get that powder. Get a bit of water on your powder. Come on, <laughs> tell us your story. I've not felt anything for twelve years, mate. I've got nothing to give you. What drives you? What? Why do you work so much? Come on, let it out. What's the reason, Rom? Why are you doing more? Less is more. Take a breath. What's the reason? It can't in be status. Ser- it can't be money anymore. What's what's driving you wrong? What's in, in there? Ser- no, but in all seriousness, I know you're. I know you're joking, but I do, there is a point. Uh, there is a point I, I do need to address it that I haven't really talked about publicly. But um, so like so like obviously I, work, I I have been working quite a bit, and then I, I've sort of been scaling it back. Um, I've started to come to the realization that maybe me scaling it back isn't good for the household. Well, uh, uh, I don't think I've come to the slow realization <laughs> that I'm not a help. If, 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 if anything, I'm a hindrance. What, well, how's that? How has that manifested? Because I imagine Lisa, when you are working a lot, Lisa's got a system. She's running the house, running the kids, and then you come in and you're basically disrupting the production line. Uh, I'm, it's things like disrupting the production line, doing things slightly wrong, you know, messing up, like doing bedtimes the way I want to do them, which is essentially keeping the kids up as long as possible because <laughs> I want to hang out with them. Do you know what I mean? And then, yeah. and then Lisa goes, and then you, what will you do? You'll pop off to League of Their Own tomorrow and I'll have three tired pricks for the whole day. Is that, is that how, is it good for you? <laughs> well, you've got you six tired yourself. pricks on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and then it, and also expressing my opinions. I, I, I've 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 um, I've stopped expressing my opinions about how Lisa's handling stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like for example, I came back. I came back. I don't know if I talked. To, I came back from a travel show, and um, Lisa dealt with one of the kids, and I thought she'd been a bit harsh. And I said, I didn't. Obviously, United Front. I'm not a lunatic. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I didn't yeah. say anything at the time. And then as she went off, I went, Do you think like maybe you overstepped it? And she went, do you think, like, maybe you haven't seen him do it every day for the last two weeks and that's the first time you're seeing it ever? Uh, and that's why you're reacting how you're reacting. And I went, OK, cool. That's, I'm going to file that. You know what? You're absolutely right. I should have spoken out loud. Anyway, thanks very much for having me, guys. It's been really great. Avoidance on iPlayer. And there's also the Wolf and Our podcast that you can yeah. listen to if you, if you want content that's not as good as when they're both on our show. Thanks so much. That's great. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> no, could you give our love to Tom? Because he was such a great guest, Rob. Yeah, yeah, send our love to Tom. Yeah, fat, because friend of the show. he opened up genuinely and it meant a lot to Ge- a No, lot of genuinely, people. banter aside, what he did was so important and we've had so many messages about his appearance on this show m- meaning so much to so many people. But also thanks for coming on as well, Rom. It's been, a, it's been fun, hasn't it? Okay, well, it's very difficult for me to comment how I'd like to because you've, you've sort of set it up to make me look like a prick there. That's great. No, I'm, I'm glad... Uh, I'm glad, Tom. It's such a magical story in your podcast. And if he goes on to have another child, I look forward to hearing about it on your on the next episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in, in future, any sort of heartwarming stories you'd like to monetize it on your platform? Yeah, basically. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he's, he's already booked in. He's doing a gender reveal on our podcast. So I'm quite. <laughs> Oh, gender reveals would be good as many episodes if there's any celebs out there. 
Um, Ramesh, thank you very much, mate. Good luck. Thank you so much, guys. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Take care. Bye 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 bye. Ramesh there. Oh, that was good, wasn't it, Josh? Oh, okay, no, re- no reply, because Josh has immediately left. We're recording this on a Thursday. It goes out tomorrow on Friday. But Josh, dressed in his jeans, his stripy blue and white Peter Express T-shirt, and his blue jacket that he's owned probably now for 23 years, he's scurrying off for another engagement, leaving poor old Bobby B sat here with his vest on and his tits out doing the outro. Well, I thought that was great. I hope you did too. See you Tuesday.